Ooh, I got that right. himself what up going going live today yeah man thank you for having me bro coming back after a really long pause yeah yeah so still figuring out testing all this stuff out making sure everything's working properly i think we um, go- i think we but i think we're good to go yes sir yeah man so lots of stuff obviously we were just uh chatting about all the different situations mm-hmm. that have been developing since uh well, apparently our last one was October 2019. You that's the last time we pro- we broadcasted yeah October you and I. 2019 yeah. So that was quite some time ago. That was a different world then. <laughs> totally. It's a different world now. My god. Uh and, and let's not forget um also the last time I broadcasted was probably like April or so something like that. So okay. it, even for me it's been several months since we started this podcast um but the one thing that is uh you know gets me excited is knowing that um we have a lot of things to talk about you know oh a- yeah a- a- as unfortunate Jeez. as it is that the most of it is not really like positive stuff right to a certain extent like i wish that we had more uh you know more good things to talk about and less bad things right. but that doesn't mean that the bad stuff doesn't shouldn't be talked about you know so like good like, and yeah. good and bad are also <clears throat> human perception so from a nature's point of view if you want to be you know organic about it then it's a different twist on it this all could be beneficial in some weird way we can't see right now right now it looks like hell but anything you know the universe makes no mistakes i feel the universe makes no errors. so all of this may seem like craziness and lunacy and chaotic and nobody knows what the fuck's happening but somewhere in there there's an order in the chaos yeah yeah i, I agree. think i think yeah how do you feel about like say for example um like in the recent developments with uh you know politics <sighs> and uh covid and like all this negative stuff do you think it's like a pendulum like does it go like say like left and then does it come back to the right and then does it swing back to the left is it like a constant are we in like just an apex of that swing? You know what I mean? Are we coming back to some to something else? Possibly, yeah. That's how energy it, usually fluctuates. It, it goes up and down, and there is there's an ebb and flow to it. There is no you know linear aspect to yeah, the exactly. universe's order. So we just see things in a linear fashion because it makes sense to the humans as far as calendar and time. But and, and also because like me and you, like we're only like you know uh, I mean we're not old by by the definition of old. So like. Uh, we like to think that we're new to all this stuff happening, but mm-hmm. 
are we really new to it? You know what I mean? Like, I feel like right. we tell these stories to older people and they're like, nah, we already, like, we've seen that already. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? Like, we might feel like we're unique in the, the space and the time that we're in. Of but course, it feels, are we yeah. really unique? Like, you know what I mean? Perspective-wise, yeah. it is to us. But yeah, absolutely. Everything is obviously cyclical. So a lot of people, like I think the political commentator recently on HBO, John Meacham, was talking about how this is somewhat representative of what times were back in like the 40s, 50s, as far as the political landscape. And somebody like, say, uh, what's his name? McCarthy. Senator McCarthy coming out and talking about um, communists in Hollywood and communists in politics. And there was this whole blacklisting going on in McCarthyism. And it's yeah. the same kind of premise where there's a political yeah, like, leader that just says crazy things with no proof. And yeah. the media yeah. printed it back then. And they're like, doing uh, the same like the thing movie now. Trumbo. You seen yeah. that movie about the, um, the Red Scare? Mm -hmm. uh, it's, uh, communism mm -hmm. uh, being the, you know, the antithesis mm -hmm. to American capitalistic values and things like this so i feel like i understand what you're saying um where uh there's a lot of uh propaganda like yeah the propaganda is really hyphy right now you know populism uh, yeah yeah there's a exactly yeah. like people are really reaching out to the individual they want to make it seem as if the individual um like like they're catering to that specific individual right and mm -hmm. trying to make it look like like they're talking to like if you watch like for example a lot of politicians today like specifically Joe Biden like when he's giving a speech you notice like he'll Can turn I talk to the, to the American yeah. people for he, a second exactly he's, yeah. Yeah, he's doing the whole like you it's know, all trained yeah. it's all very yeah. yeah it's political there's probably like a like a political inner college that they all like study at where they know what to do what to say how to say it they obviously it goes very deep with the tie color they wear that they have to wear for hey, yeah I think stuff. about that as well like sometimes Program. sometimes Trump is wearing a uh, a red tie sometimes he's yeah. on a blue tie you that know what stuff I mean? it's been shown yeah. in different tv shows you can read about it how things like that even the minute details are all very programmable if yeah. done right but you know what i what i dislike like i dislike the fact that when you talk about those details like you'll say like hey check this out i saw this video i noticed dude was wearing this or that and people will look at you and they'll immediately label you like a oh, conspiracy you're, yeah, theorist. you're reading too far into it it's not that serious right. like what are you talking right. about you know and it's like hey like I'm just making an observation, my guy. Like, I'm not trying to diss you or do nothing, that, none of that, yeah. you know? So I'm like, I wonder why we get so much animosity from just basic observations, which most of the time, mm -hmm. I feel like we're right on most of that stuff, yeah. you know? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I think you're right when you say that these people train, you know? They mm -hmm. even they may even go to school for something like this, like yeah. you said, you know? They might... Manchurian candidate type Exactly, shit, yeah. yeah. They want to know... People are groomed for this. They want, exactly, people are groomed for it. That's, yeah. a better, that's a better word to describe the... the the, the process yeah. of grooming. I, th yeah. I think people get upset about it because I think we may have touched it on the last podcast where people's belief systems are equivalent or comparable to one's home. And at the end of the day, we're social animals, but we're animals. So there's a sense of home where you want to protect home. And if your beliefs are, you know, in a con in a certain context, your home, you protect those beliefs like they're your home. So when somebody comes at you with something different that kind of warps your belief, you get protective of your home and you start to claw like a cat yeah, in a corner. Yeah. And I, you don't I fuck agree. With me. Don't tell me that. I agree. I, I, I perceive it not so much as like your home, but I perceive it more like uh, like instead, like, for example, some people have or ideological safe values. Safe right? Some people have these values and they want to um, they, they want to reflect the values in their daily life. Mm -hmm. Right. But some people I feel like some people instead they adopt the values and they identify with them. So right. if you diss the values. You diss them, them directly. They take so it that they way. They take yeah. it personal. Of course. Yeah, instead yeah. of it, instead of it being like, 
uh, I'm only talking about your values. I'm only criticizing mm-hmm. your belief. Like, I, I want to conversate. I want to get to a better understanding. Yeah. Instead, we get all this, like, defensiveness. Yeah, we get this defensiveness. We get this, mm-hmm. like, oh, I don't want to talk about that and this yeah. and that, you know? And I, I find mean, that, that kind of strange. A long time ago, that I noticed that, that, and a lot of people say, and even gurus say, that there is a certain time when people just aren't ready for certain information. But when they're ready, the, the information or opportunity for the information will present itself. Like they say, when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. So sometimes people aren't ready for the kind of information you're trying to give them, so they may ward it off. But maybe five years later, three years later, after certain circumstances, their mind may be mature enough to actually accept that kind of information then and go, I remember three years ago you were talking about this thing. I get it now. Yeah, I, I fully agree with that as well. I feel like uh, there's a reason why they say that most people are progressives or liberals in their youth. And then after the age of 25, convert to conservatism yeah. because it, your mind goes through like a shift. Your values yeah, change. Yeah, your, your values change. Yeah, your you start to discover change. new things and, you know, Absolutely. You, you start to get more intrinsic knowledge, intrinsic truths, yeah. deeper truths, not, not, not surface level truths, you know. Ultimately, we're, you know, still products of our environments. All of us in some way, shape or form, it's what shapes your culture, your, your, your way of life, so to speak. So that exactly. kind of stuff is going to be somewhat inherent, but it's going to continue to adapt more and more environment change you would go through. And I wish that more people talked about, like, for example, like, uh, like going above the already like things that were put in boxes, like Democrat, Republican, conservative, mm-hmm. liberal. Like, I wish that we talked more about what those ideas mm-hmm. are, as as opposed to being like, I'm on this team, you're on that team. Right. You know, I dislike you for this, you dislike me for that. Like, instead of all this weird beef, mm-hmm. you know, I wish that it, instead it was more like. You know, like we're only really talking about the ideas. I, w- I wish we could yeah. get to that place. You know, I feel yeah. like I feel like after all this turmoil, that may be something positive that comes out of all this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm, yeah, a, hu- yeah. I'm a huge proponent yeah. of it because I think people feel for to a certain extent that the things have to be the way they are because they've been the way they are so long. They can't even imagine or fathom a different way of being or a different political structure. Whereas even in my raps, even in my own podcast, my blogs, I talk about horizontal leadership. I talk about artificial intelligence and avatars online that adapt our personalities, being able to vote on our behalf you know, on encrypted software on a daily basis, weekly basis, where we don't have this stupid one election day a year where everybody has to take a day off work to go vote. Like we can yeah. just vote yeah. weekly through the computer with these avatars that we program with our own personalities and they just do it for us and they know what to vote because they know what our morals and values are because they adapt to us like AI does. Yeah, and that, that's a funny point you bring up, the way you phrase it, because I think about that too, like the way that the way that these people talk, like earlier we said like they look into the camera, right? But I noticed that I noticed something really particular recently. And what I noticed is that depending on who is talking, they adopt and I know they don't talk like this on the regular, you know, mm-hmm. but they say certain things that I think they know appeal to their base, right. you know, and, and they like certain like linguistic characteristics, like mm-hmm. they'll say things like if Joe Biden is on the breakfast club, mm-hmm. he's going to sound more black. You know what I yeah, mean? Like yeah. if Joe Biden is like, depending on where if they he's are, in Idaho, he's going to yeah, say y'all yeah, or all and stuff like that. You know what yeah. I mean? If he's in the South, he's going to sound Southern. Yeah. If he's in the North, he's going to sound technical. Well, you that's why I mean? the, that's why the structure sucks so much because it's the stupid premise of like one human being being somewhat representative of 330 million. Like, there's no possible, fathomable, logical, possible way one person could ever represent the ideals, morals, values of 330 million people. It's stupid. It's antiquated. It was something that came they came up with over 320 years ago. Like, we can now let it go. Like, there's a better way. We have this new thing that's crazy that's called technology. 
Yeah, it wasn't yeah. around in 1700. But like, technology that. can can be the opposite of good in a way as well. Like you know, if you especially if you're like a biblical person, like as soon as you start hearing all this stuff about transhumanism, mm-hmm. uh, humans wanting to merge with technology, I can't uh, wait to to become a higher power, totally. and all this kind of yes. stuff, right? Transhumanism is considered to be like I'm an evil it. thing for a lot sure. of people. You know what I mean? Of course. Um, I can't say that I consider it to be like evil de facto to a certain extent but what i can say is that i have seen a lot of examples ideological examples Mm -hmm. in different types of media where people are afraid of ai you know they have a fear of this of this thing that's above us it's understandable in society because it's any sort of technology that's brand new to society people fear it at first like you can imagine a car when that or you know when that started to replace horse horses people everybody on horses they're probably like well anybody can just take that car and smash it into people that's like, true, oh, yeah. my God, we shouldn't have these cars. Like, no, we're going to have these cars because they're inevitable. It's exponential growth and it's going to happen. So you might as well embrace it and try to see the positive in it because everything, a knife, you can butter your bread with it or you could stab somebody to death with but it. But here's, it's the, it's here's what I don't want. Here's what tool. I don't want. I'm going to explain to you where I think it goes too far. Mm-hmm. And for me, what I don't want from, from technology um, heightening our abilities is I, I, what I don't want is for for us to i have a problem with the individual not existing so for me if ever just imagine this as a scenario imagine that everyone's jacked in to a computer via their phone right we're kind of doing that now Mm -hmm. um everyone communicates over the same platform let's say that let's say that google is a giant computer right and everyone's jacking into this computer now this computer let's say that it had its own mind Mm -hmm. let's say that it was conscious Right. right now it is jacked into us as well right so we have a symbiotic relationship like we jack into the computer for knowledge and information and it jacks into us and it uses every individual human that's connected to it mm-hmm. as a neuron right so now this super computer super brain like do you want to be an individual or do you want to be a part of a conglomerate you know do you want to mm-hmm. be part of the greater bigger thing that's gonna uh, control everything else, and and that also reflects in everyday politics. I think that some people are worried about the government taking full control, right? And where the individual, where 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 me being me is not going to be as important as me being a brown Latino mm-hmm. X and this and that or whatever, or right. or me or maybe you or you know what I mean. Like your identity mm-hmm. is going to be above w- you. Yeah, you know, and I don't want to be part of that group identity politics stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I hear you. I mean, I think it's a plausible fear, but I don't think it's a fear that would supersede the wanting to let it happen either, because that's a de- that's like a end case scenario. You know, that's like the worst possible case scenario. But the probability is probably a lot lower of that happening than us being able to, because for us to even get to a place of singularity where we're at the precipice of merging with you know technology on that level. We're not going to be the same people we are in 2020 or 2019 or 2003. Yeah, no, we're not going to be mentally, psychologically the same kind of beings we are today because we're not ready for that next step yet. When we get there, we won't even think about that kind of fear because fear won't even be a part of our normal day to day life because we're going to be so heightened at the level of, I think, consciousness. But are, are so you, you're not afraid of like losing your individuality to a certain extent. Like, no. are you? Would you sacrifice your individuality? For well, something something you said before. Yeah. What if that supercomputer became conscious? I already know at that point there's no need to go even further past that because I know that there's no logical way that a computer 
non-organic computer can ever have any sort of consciousness. It can't pull it. From you don't anywhere. think that's possible? Not you don't at all. think you don't think like so anything you think because it's all created. In other words, it didn't organically metamorphosize to what we are, so to speak. Technology itself can't do that. It's only something that can be replicated by being built or it building itself, but it can't just appear like we did, so to speak. It can't but how do you, but how thought. do you know that we aren't the agents that deliver the thing? How, for example, like how do you know that we aren't the things that birthed it? Like maybe we were designed mm -hmm. solely for the purpose of creating that higher consciousness. That might you know that might I mean? be the case, but yeah. even if that is the case, it's worth it. In other words, like for me, that <laughs> fear for the, for me that fear isn't something that's gonna let me stop. Like I said, with the car. When cars started first coming out, I'm sure there were four or five of them in the world. And people said, hey, that thing is a dangerous thing. I don't know what that is with the wheels, but it's going to kill people. They could have stopped right there and said, okay, no more than five are going to be built because I see people are scared. No, people are going to be scared of new technology and something they never regardless, saw. Regardless, regardless. You got to yeah. push forward and say, if that happens, then God damn, we shouldn't have done it. But too late, we did it. But to have had the life I've had since I was born till that time, I love it. The life I've led up since now is beautiful. So I wouldn't give it back just to say I wouldn't want my life anymore because I now know that I was an agent for technology to be able to expand upon itself and become conscious. Like, fuck it. You, you know what's another trend uh, on a similar topic that I've noticed uh, appearing all over social media and the Internet and, and, and everywhere, right? Mm -hmm. The one thing that I've started to notice heavy is a type of nihilism. When I say nihilism, I mean like more and more people are not proud of being human you know what i mean they almost they almost think that humanity is like a cancer, cancer. on the earth yeah. and that and that we're damaging the earth and we don't the deserve earth is to better live off without us and, and a lot of people that i've spoken to have said really crazy things like like um like suicide is okay sure. as long as they are not suffering they, 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 the idea behind the nihilism that i'm seeing today is that um suffering is worse mm -hmm. than not existing right but in my in my head i'd rather exist and suffer, and suffer than not than exist, not exist at, all. at all yeah but 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 try and get it through somebody's head on the internet when they're trying to tell you something mm -hmm. like no like if someone's suffering it's better that they go mm -hmm. like you know what i mean and that type of like low effort thinking is the reason my in my opinion why a lot of people don't want to do a lot of things because a lot of things can be perceived as suffering, right? Like it, it, even accomplishing a great feat, like doing something that you love or like starting a new business or doing something crazy, like that it takes a certain level of suffering. Of if you course. think about, you know, you just yeah. all your hard work is going to go into that thing. You're putting all that effort. You're putting all that hard work. Like, why do you do it if it hurts? Well, I think the commonality behind anybody being nihilistic or certainly feeling the nihilism you're talking about is just depression. I mean, ultimately, I think when I've said this to other people and people in my family, sometimes they disagree with me, but I believe that every single human being walking the planet Earth is depressed. I just think it's a matter of the different levels. You, you want to use colors, you want to use branches, but I think I it's agree. different. Like some people have l very low level degree, and I think it starts the moment any human being becomes aware of the fact that there's death. I think when you're seven, when you're four, when you're six, whenever it is that you first discover that you can die and people die and never return, so to speak. I think you start to start to develop a sense of depression because you know you slow you're aging and getting closer to whatever that time is you're gonna die. Right, right. We all right. have an underlying knowing that we're gonna die someday. Some people feel it some days a lot heavier than others, but I think we all walk around life and going to work and going to parties and going to dinners in the back of our minds, very, very small, sometimes very, very big, 
we all know we're going to die. We're finite beings. You can act like immortal. You can act like you're not going to die. You're going to die. We're all going to die. Or like Mexican people like to say, you shouldn't be afraid of death. No. You know what I mean? Like, no. like I, I feel like I feel like death, and it's funny that you bring that up because I feel like that's the tool that's used for the manipulation. Of course. You just think about this. Like, um, let's say that today, let's say that you uh, didn't pay your taxes all year since I saw you in 2019, right? Mm-hmm. Let's say you owe the IRS all kinds of money. Like just hypothetical, right? He mm-hmm. doesn't actually owe no money. No, it's not <laughs> but let's say that that happened, right? And uh, and and let's say that you that you said you know what I don't want to pay it right just like that. Now it sounds like okay tax evasion whatever not a big deal. But if you decide not to pay it and they say hey, you know what um, we're gonna we're gonna fill out a bench warrant for your arrest we're gonna get you into court so you can pay this. And let's say you evade the bench warrant and you're like uh, nah. Um, I don't want to get arrested, right? Yeah. And now the cops are at your house. They want to arrest you, and then you're and they're like, "Hey, come out, or we're gonna shoot you." And you're like, "No, nah, I don't want to come out." Like at the at the end of the day, every single thing that is, is done is 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 at the point of a gun. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So like every single thing that the government tries to control you with, manipulate with you with, is with threatening you with death. In if you think way, about it, in some yeah. way, shape, or form, that's what it is. Well, because that's what we're all uni- universally fearful of, or the approaching of it, the inevitableness of it. Yeah. Yeah. So think about this: if death is what is used to manipulate people, mm-hmm. right? Ultimately, then what is behind it is fear. Yeah. So if fear is what is used to manipulate, that's the Then form. that's the motivation. That's the motivation that they're going to use. So. In my opinion, this is why we're seeing a shift in the way that people handle things. For example, uh, Trump will say coronavirus is we're, we're, we're rounding the corner. We're rounding the corner. Mm-hmm. He'll do all this. Right. And then Biden, he'll take a different approach. He'll take the fear approach. He'll mm-hmm. say we're going into a dark winter. Yeah. We're going to have millions of deaths. Mm-hmm. He literally said this. Yeah. Like not even like five, ten days ago. We're, we're, we're going into a dark winter. We're ha- gonna have millions of deaths. Like he's already approaching that form of control. You yeah. know what I mean? He's gonna use fear to bring in whatever type of manipulation he sees fit to get done whatever it is that he wants to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or and the system itself is that way. The whole and, yeah, exactly. system is, ma- for, is for me personally. Way. Like I consider Biden the system. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I consider him part of that conglomerate that is the OG system. Like mm-hmm. he's got he's got forty seven years of like. Doing not too Political. much, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah but so. they're both they're both you know the same coin. They're both two sides of it. They're heads and tails of one coin. Absolutely. Just like I was thinking about the other day, like wow, like I was I was just thinking like how much how different um, these candidates are, but at the same time, how similar they are. You know well, what that's I mean? The, yeah, that's yeah. the point. That's the, I, I, I even say that in one of my songs. I say the I think George Carlin used to say, you know, they play the game of do you want to sit in that chair or that chair. You get to choose the chair, but you're still going to sit, which is ultimately what they wanted is for you to sit. So that exactly, they, they trick exactly. you into thinking, oh, I made a choice. Yeah, you made a choice, but either way, the they got what they wanted. You sat. Or like I saw someone else on the internet somewhere say uh, they're playing good cop, bad cop with this. Well, you know, you know sure. what I mean? Like they're like, you know, they, yeah. you know, they get well, the when you have when you have this kind of dichotomy going on for the last, like I said, I don't even since Grecian times with this yeah. two party thing. Yeah. This, like, uh, and people think. And this is funny to me as well that people think that this uh, like split between people, that this uh, 
what do you call it? duality mm-hmm. that that this is a new like like Concept. Democrat Republicans blue red bloods and crips like this thing can be observed at every level yeah. of humanity all yeah. the way down to the beginning it's of all humans. societal yeah yeah it's, it's, this isn't something tribalism yeah no. tribalism this is all this is old that, school stuff yeah. yeah if you see if you see that's why i keep saying like these kind of concepts of horizontal leadership where we become this one amalgam thing that just kind of runs itself i think that's the point of it all is like having this weird representation of one being or these beings that represent other beings is so looped and antiquated it's just like we're at a point now where we don't need that kind of thing to continue to happen like it's just makes no sense to continue doing it this way because we're gonna we're not gonna move it, it's really crazy and uh like we were talking right before we went on stream about our inability to speak on a lot of these subjects because some people might be upset about some things we say and so other people might be upset on the other side about mm-hmm. other things we say and it's almost like when you're talking, you got to be aware of these two aggressive sides. You yeah. know, it's like it's like you're it's like you're in the room. Two of your homies are beefing mm-hmm. and you got to be mm-hmm. careful what you say because one of them might fight the right. other. You know what I mean? And it's like, well, uh, it's almost to me like the concept of don't kill the messenger. Like a lot of people say uh, have a uh, certain offense to views, not you per se. Like if I'm the person that's saying something that offends somebody, it's not necessarily me echo that's offending them per se it's what i said in the view that i'm portraying to them at that moment that they're having an issue with so i never take those kind of things personal like i've like i've told you before like i've had people cut me off when they see certain views that i have or when they hear a certain rap song that i have that i've worked with for years or whatever and i'm like i don't initially of course i'm a human being i get upset i'm like what the fuck how could somebody do that we boys we're home but then i start to see the bigger picture because i'm a big picture kind of guy so i start to see that's just the person's evolution and everybody has different evolutional paths so if that's where we seem to have to split for a second then that's where we split, and that's all good. I'm not going to have any hate towards anybody yeah, ever of course. for having an opposing and, view. And people change, you know, like it, everything could be like somebody could be a certain way today. And then like you were saying earlier as well, like next year, they'll have an evolution of consciousness and then they'll see things a different way. Something could happen. They could yeah. have a baby. They might have an accident. They may get fired from a job. They may lose a relative and they may be like, oh, my God, now I see the world completely different than I did six months ago. And what you said a year ago now makes sense to me bro exactly yeah or exactly. never or never i mean that sometimes has happened too where homies come back and they say yo but i mean we had beef but that thing you was talking about but yo i get it now bro i just wasn't ready to get that kind of information at that time or i've done it vice versa and i if you're open-minded and you're a you know progressive human being and you're here for growth and evolution then that kind of acceptance and that kind of forgiveness has got to be there yeah i agree i agree i think we need to do um less uh and it, it goes back to that thing i was saying that um we need to identify less uh, with our ideas, right? The ideas are not us. Right. They, they are just things that we understand. But yeah. they're not us. So if if an idea bothers you, it, you should analyze it, interpret it, and yeah. figure it out before you take it as a diss. You know what yeah. I mean? I mean like I if I say you're whack, like that's different than if I say uh, uh, the person that you affiliate with is whack. Right. You know what I mean? Of like course. it's a completely different thing. Yeah, you know? and that's a, that's the thing I tell me even my six year old daughter that that's a beauty. That's never going to be something that you should be um, avoiding or ashamed of is changing your mind. Like I I I read certain authors when I was like in my early twenties that I swore by, like David Icke and other authors that I just were bible to me that I would regurgitate like online and in in, pl- in forums and chat rooms. And today I don't feel the same way or think the same way I thought about those ideas now that I did then. And, I, and I'm and i like, that's okay. I believe a lot yeah, of that stuff of now is kind of bullshit. I, I think a lot of maybe some of the earlier conspiracies that I always used to hold near and dear to my heart that I would defend to the core, 
I don't really believe in anymore. And I understand why, because I've gotten now new information. I've accepted it. I've allowed myself to change my yeah. mind. But the fact that you were able to interpret the knowledge and and consider it, yeah, you know, is big. Because right. a lot of times people will look at something like David Icke and be like, yo, anything that comes out, like, you know, this, and I'm going to get into another topic right now. That is really important to me today, right now. This is another thing that I've noticed. We talked about nihilism being on the rise. There's another thing that I've noticed being on the rise, and you mentioned it earlier as well, and that is misinformation, manipulation. And mm -hmm. I'm going to explain it so you can understand what I'm saying. What I'm, what I'm trying to say is that I'm sure you've noticed that when somebody posts something on the Internet, it depends what they say, whether it gets fact-checked, or not mm -hmm. and now there's all these fact checkers for oh, the yeah. fact checkers right. and now you know what i mean <laughs> and now stuff gets published and people run with new ideas yeah and we don't even know where it's going you know and like and 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 it just depends like who's in charge mm -hmm. is basically what information you're gonna get right and i really dislike that you know right. I, like, I, I i don't understand when did this happen mm -hmm. that these fact checkers can just come out and say that this isn't true Mm -hmm. and, or or they can say something is true, right? Right, and who is checking those dudes? Well, and I think to me is as my whole life has been for the most part after I started to evolve and awaken is you know the biggest tool that we one of the biggest tools that we have as human beings is discernment, you know discernment, like correlated to wisdom. Discernment is something that where you and that correlates to gut or what you know if you want to use the gut shock or whatever whatever terminology you want to use for intuition, your ability to feel whether something is negative or positive true or false like you have to sharpen that tool like a blade all your life as a kid as a teenager as a young adult as a middle-aged adult like your whole life you're sharpening this tool of intuition where you kind of walk down the street you feel that's not a good idea you get in a certain train car you see somebody coming that's not a good idea probably or you're gonna jump into a business venture the guy feels weird i'm not gonna do this right now because it feels weird you don't have necessarily information on paper in front of you you don't have knowledge from somebody else but you feel an energy that something is telling you and i think that is what is going to help people the most in this time that we're in with this misinformation you're saying there's so much bombardment of misinformation it's up to you and your tool of discernment to be able to feel whether that really rings true and even if that fact checker says that that's true does it feel true and then that's where you start to like kind of develop a better understanding of the world around you and all you get to know what's bullshit and what's not bullshit for sure yeah and it's really a contentious time because a lot of this stuff is like really crazy like when it comes to like fact checking like like i'll give you i'll give you one example like i'll pull it up for you because i already have it here mm -hmm. but recently um there was a situation um, are you familiar with Project Veritas? No. No? Well, these guys... Oh, V-E-R-I-T-A-S? That's correct. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. These guys, I'm sure you know, um, they've been around for quite a while, and they do whistleblower kind of stuff. Yeah. They do undercover recording of people and mm -hmm. trying to expose different things. Yeah. They have no affiliation with any party. They're pretty bipartisan. They're not into politics. They mm -hmm. just want to expose the truth, right? right? So I watched a lot of these guys, and I noticed uh, a lot of times... Um, Every time they post something, like, it, you know, it's just bananas. Like, whoa, I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. I didn't know Planned Parenthood was selling fetuses to stem cell research for mi millions of dollars. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, so these guys came out on the whole um, corruption election thing, uh, USPS, uh, you know, fraud and yeah. all this kind of stuff, right? So they put out a, a, a document, and I'll show you um, if I can pull up the damn link right here somewhere. Where uh, the whistleblower came out and said, oh, yeah, these guys are backdating the ballots, right? Mm -hmm. 
they are uh, filling them in with different information, and it's totally not true, right? So as soon as that dude released that story, immediately um, a, a dude, uh, yes, they all got flagged, they all got banned, mm -hmm. and then some random guy, uh, uh, two federal agents went were sent over to his job because uh, he didn't even stop working. That's how real this dude is. Right. Uh, he's a veteran. He didn't even stop going to work. And then these guys come up and they're like, "Hey!" And they 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 ambush like like interview him, and he he's like really like iffy about it. They make him sign some papers and all kinds of stuff. Turns out he was secretly recording them the whole time. He releases the recording saying these guys tried to coerce me to doing something I didn't want to do. But the media didn't care. So this is what I mean by misinformation. Like the media straight up said, uh, this dude admits making up Pennsylvania uh, ballot tampering claims, mm -hmm. officials say. Like who is the officials and what do they say? You know what right. I mean? And uh, the media ran with the story even though it is not factually true right so this is what my main concern is right now when it comes to disinformation mm -hmm. the fact that these guys can just take this a usps whistleblower in pennsylvania taking back his it. ballot fraud mm -hmm. allegations the house oversight committee tweeting today that yeah, Hopkins he started is, quote, back in 2016 completely recanted his allegations yeah from like reddit sites and people being able to put all kind of different things and getting huge and even if even if the stuff is disproven afterwards it's already had the effect it was supposed to have exactly people. as soon as you put it out the story people, yeah. it's already moved well, the needle the people Again, for me, the people that are—I hate to use the term—but weak-minded. I, I mean, people I, that fall for that kind of stuff and don't really do the vetting behind the story and see who was the anchor, what, who who are the officials. Like you said, when people just exactly. take it at face value and say, "Well, I heard that," but then check you're not out really somebody like, look, to be taken seriously. The Washington Post, uh, CBS News, uh, you know, yeah. all of the major conglomerates, right? They all seem to be in on the. And the crazy thing is that these agents that posed as USPS employees that gave this guy this interview, right? Gathered the intel and then immediately, literally like 30 minutes later, the all the news conglomerates all in the, at the same time, mm -hmm. like as if it was like a like an ensemble, like an orchestra <laughs> just like went off, you know what right. I mean? One after the other like right. dominoes. Like mm -hmm. I find that highly sus, you know what I mean? Um I, I mean, find they have, that they really have sus. They have tons of clips on YouTube where you see like, uh, you know, set, like 60 anchors all saying the exact same line, whether it's a weather story or whether it's a story about something that happened nationally. And they literally start using the Secondly, exact same verbiage every we're time. In yeah, no, it's definitely true. Um, I mean, that's a, that's the era that we're in. I think people get confused with the fact that this is the the infancy of all. It seems like the Internet's been around forever, but it really hasn't. And when people start to realize that the infancy of the Internet is now, this is all going to be part of the process to where it starts to refine itself and get to a point where we have it more streamlined and something that's more along the lines of something that's more intuitive with our day to day life and not just this con this constant ability to be bombarded by information and not being able to like, you know, kind of filter it or be able to like process it properly because we're not used to this level of information in our lives and no human in history it, it has been in, in the same in the same channel of ideas, um, like, for example, uh, this this uh, Project Veritas story is like a recent development, right? Like where where this allegation of voter fraud or whatever, right? But previous to this allegation, there was other crazy stuff that dropped. Um, apparently, um, Hunter Biden, who is a a crack smoking, mm -hmm. you know, regular, left his laptop at a random computer repair shop yeah and never went back files. for it supposedly i find that to be a really like convenient story mm -hmm. like that he 
left the computer at the rep- but apparently it is true mm-hmm. like the FBI went in there grabbed the laptop about 9 months ago did nothing with it you know what i mean just kind of like threw it under the rug right and now uh Giuliani gets a laptop and he comes out and he says hey um you know there's some really crazy stuff in here about Burisma there's some really crazy stuff about the Ukraine mm-hmm. some really crazy stuff about the Chinese Chinese communist party and there's some really Deep corrupt allegations between the Bidens and uh, these offshore yeah. Uh, companies, yeah. where they're collecting funds and they've been kind of Panama Papers, yeah, yeah. Mo- moving this hustle around for quite some time. You know, per like Obama era hustles, mm-hmm. they started around that time. You know, when uh, Biden was um, vice VP or whatever, mm-hmm. and now that he is out of power, is able to make some funny moves like this, right, to get some cash. You know, you can't blame the man. I mean, I understand. Government doesn't pay well, you know, like right. whatever he's in it for. He didn't get what he wanted. He wanted some side money. But, but I mean, none of this stuff matters to me because I already know that politics itself in its inception is corrupt. But so, do you do you do, what? How you feel about that specific allegation? Do you think that that the right created it as a way to try and uh, discredit the Bidens? Or do you think m- is it potentially possibly true? It's probably something that we'll never know. The darkest scariest most elusive most you know hardest to find secrets we'll never know as much as people think they know about the illuminati the secret families the agents involved the political officials the ties to it none of it matters because we'll never really know because of the way the structure was created way long time ago for people that are just citizens or civilians i think that they're going to crack the code right right it's almost there it's almost like a a waste of time. I feel all these people that do this hunting and this, uh, you know, disseminating of information at the end of the day, while the structure exists, that's all that matters. And that, and for me, like, like, this is like, like, how can I say like surface level, um, Beyond. you know, surface level arguments and surface level information, yeah, right? Absolutely. The, the, the Biden story, the Giuliani None story. Of it matters. And then such a Baron Cohen comes out, and uh, makes a movie. Have you seen the new yeah. movie that he that he made? Uh, where at the very end, Giuliani is like removing his mic from the thing with the girl, and they yeah. got him in this weird setup thing. It's circus. You know stuff. what I mean? It's stuff to just it's get people stuff. to not obviously like it. Like, like, it like is. W- was that an attempt to, to try and discredit Giuliani because he had the laptop? No, it's uh, an attempt to get people to talk about something else for three days. Like something else people, unrelated, unrelated mm-hmm. to actually <laughs> what's ever happening. Yeah. They'll never want people to be focusing or noticing or talking about. The things that matter, they will always put something else that's a clown show in front of you, just so you could talk about that at the at the water cooler every day. Or so l- let me ask you another thing, because you know the the people that do the the the, the people that don't want to look at the duality and and get sucked in, mm-hmm. right? And they don't want to live in the uh, I'm for Biden, I'm for Trump thing the paradigm or whatever, right? And 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 they want to look at things deeper, right? They and like we said earlier, they're usually labeled as conspiracy theorists, but. Today, they have an even worse slogan for these dudes. Now, if you mention anything to do with anything, to even even the fact that Epstein is in jail, mm-hmm. or sorry, was in jail and is now dead, right. and, and Ghislaine or Ghislaine Maxwell, Maxwell uh, it, it r- was on the run, right. got busted, is in jail right now, getting ready to rat, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Even though all that is absolutely true, they will not, they will not remember the fact that not even, like, six seven months before all of that was even discovered people were already saying yo this guy epstein mm-hmm. he's a weirdo somebody watch this dude right and no and oh you're a conspiracy theorist bro what are you mm-hmm. talking about pizzagate, pizzagate child right. child molestation you're crazy bro right. what are you, it turns out 
It's true. true. Yeah. It's true. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? And so now they got a new coin coined word for people that support these things. And now if you're a conspiracy theorist, you're automatically a Trump supporter somehow. <laughs> somehow you're a QAnon dude, you know? QAnon, right. If if you if you if you think anything about mm-hmm. uh about um pedophilia or all these weird Epstein right. things going on. That 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 is a real thing that is actually mm-hmm. happening. Sixty minutes did a whole thing on it, you know, even, it's real. I don't even worry about people that don't want to listen anymore i don't waste my energy on people like that i don't waste my time on trying to convince people that need convincing all that shit is so like moot because again it's it takes away from the energy one could be building to use with people that are like-minded more and trying to get the system that they feel is the problem stripped away torn away broken down broken because convincing other human beings like you could you can convince as many sheep in the pen as you want until you and the ones that believe you want to get out of the pen actually come up with a way to get out of the pen. You're all just a bunch of sheep banging your head against the gate. Like, nobody's going to get out. Like, it doesn't make any sense. Like, I, I don't feel what you're com- saying. I feel what you're saying. Because you're going to have people combating your point of view. There's a, there's 8 billion plus people on the planet. For you to try to convince 3, 20, 100, you, like, you you're know, wasting the your old life. School, the old school saying, you can take a horse to the water, but you can't, can't make get him to drink. drink. Yeah. Yeah, I, so. be, I used to believe me. I was online for eons. I started Twitter in 2009. From, like, 2009 to 2014, I was trying to convince 14,000 followers of mine, or at least half of them that didn't believe what I believe in, that what I was saying was true. All these things, these meetings, these secret G8 summits, these the, the Masons. Uh, believe me, I exhausted so much energy when I could have been building with like-minded people like I am now to try to like make actually something happen or replace what's about to hopefully cr- like crumble. So you think that it's not worth it, but but what it what does it does it even work even a little bit? Like all right, let's say that you let's say that because. Let's say you were me, because I take a little bit of a different approach. Mm-hmm. I, I'm more of a uh, what I call a true social justice warrior, not the kind that tries to hashtag cancel people and and and, and delete people they don't mm-hmm. like and all this stuff. No, the kind that will say what they want to say in order for the climate, or because you got to think about it this way, the the climate of the of the ideologies is made up of by individuals mm-hmm. right so if everyone is on the same train and they do the same thing then they that that's that's where the whole they got the blinders on they don't know where they're going they're just followers right mm-hmm. but if you're the guy that's like yo i don't like that i want to do things different you know mm-hmm. uh, and you just come out and say it uh, for then me, you, then you build with the people that feel the way you do, and you don't try to convince the people that when you said that, that don't feel the way you do to feel the way you do. Right. That's my point. That's, That's your point. Like, like I, if I get off the train and I say, I don't like the direction this is going, whoever heard me say that and believes that is going to walk with me, and the people that don't, fuck them. So fuck you think em. you think it's a waste of time to... to At this to, point in my life. To try and... Because, and, well, it, to a certain extent it is, I agree. The only time I don't agree is that I think you probably know this too, um... That you know when someone is like on the turning point, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you know when someone is like like questioning mm-hmm. a lot of things, and they're they're on the turning point. They're like, mm-hmm. I I used to believe these things. I don't know if I do anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, like I kind of leaning more towards this. Like, what do you think? Right. They're asking you kind of the stuff like that's this. different. Yeah, if somebody yeah. asks me, yeah. that's different. That like that that's different than what you were saying. You're saying you're talking about somebody. What is what do you think about the people that think you're crazy or think that you're this or that? When you start talking about, I don't give a fuck about those people. The people that I care about are the ones that say, "Yo, I like what you're saying. Tell me more." All those right. are the people I care about. So you need a uh, you need um 
consent. Yeah, because yeah. The, the, an hour that I spend trying to convince somebody on something that I believe that they don't believe is an hour I could have spent with somebody that sort of believes what I believe in building on something. Like that's a that's, that's true. more productive than the hour I just spent wasted trying to convince somebody that at the, end of, at the end of the hour they're still like, I don't really dig what you're saying still. I just wasted an hour when I could have been talking to this guy that's like, what can we do, bro? I believe you. I love what you're saying. Let's think of something to do. It's 100%. It's like, you know, yeah. Captain Save a Whole Mentality. You can't save the whole planet. You there's, know like I, mean? I said, there's yeah. 8 billion plus growing yeah. every day. So why am I spending time trying to convince 7 when there's another 8 billion I could be reaching? Or 7,999,3? Like, so let me ask you on a more positive note. Like, Besides, like you know, um, actually engaging people like a one-to-one basis mm-hmm. uh, in any kind of way not even not even in real life but also on the internet like this is why i think artists are important because like creating art like the way that you do through music mm-hmm. and stuff like this is one way where you can engage people indirectly right yeah where you can get people to that's to, exactly yeah. the point that's exactly that like, through the music is how i get to the people that and the people that gravitate to my music are the people i build with and the ones that say you dog you're never gonna make it rapping about that or i don't understand the spaced out wavy weird shit you're talking about that's cool go listen to that other stuff because there's a billion other artists to listen to but the ones that rock with me like on my tape that i just put out last month i have a song called pangea i've had tons of dms from kids on twitter that are listening to my song saying Echo, what's Pangea? I'm putting them on to a knowledge about a continent that existed once on Earth that split up and became Europe and all the other continents. They never knew that. They may have heard it in school, but they never got it through a rap song. So when they hear my record, they're like, Echo, explain that to me. And I send them pictures of actually what Pangea used to look like. They're like, bro, that shit just opened my mind. Like, what else was existing on Earth at that time? And then they start <laughs> to research. Like, that's, crazy. that's the point. It's to put breadcrumbs in the music so that when people listen to it... I mean, like, somebody tweeted, like, a month ago when... Um, when uh, West Side Gun put out his last project, um, the last Hitler joint, somebody was talking about how they never heard of a fashion designer he mentioned in one of his songs, and then they Googled it and went and bought it because they believed that fashion designer was so wavy, and they can't believe they never heard of that fashion designer. That's what I try to do with my music, but with knowledge, with mathematics, with history, with what people would say conspiracy, because when a kid hears it and they're on that edge, like you said, and they hear my song at the moment that they were supposed to hear it because the universe wanted them to hear it, that's when they DM me and they're like, Echo, what was that you was talking about in that record? I never heard that before. Break it down for me. I'll take the 20 minutes and break it down on my DM while I'm on my lunch break at work instead of trying to fight and argue with some troll on Twitter telling me I'm an idiot for what I think. Fuck that. I, I agree. You know, I agree. But this this is why I disagree. Mm-hmm. Like, the only thing I take back from engaging with people that um, don't want to be engaged with, right? That's the way I would describe it, right. this type of person, uh, is that... Sometimes, and it's very rare when it happens, but just sometimes you become friends through that engagement um, and through the disagreement. And now you have something to look forward to for someone to challenge your views. You know what I mean? Because sometimes you may not be right. Totally. Totally. Sometimes you may be wrong, and sometimes you need somebody to tell you. You need a contradictory Hey, exactly. Totally, I get that. You know what I mean? Sometimes you get a diamond in the rough like that. In a way, you're kind of like sharpening your sword Mm -hmm. by engaging with different people's opinions. On occasion, that'll happen. But like I said, to me, that's not the top priority. I mean, that's like on the lower totem pole. Like if I reach one guy, I could tell through four tweets back and forth with somebody whether or not there's somebody I can continue tweeting with. And I think I'm going to get through or not. For you, is it on Twitter? Is it on Facebook? Is it on Instagram? Never Facebook. Where are you you playing around on? Never Facebook. Never Facebook. Facebook I'm linked to just through my my business account on IG, so I'm able to do different promotions and stuff like that. But... Facebook, I got. Where do you, where do you play around on like on like a personal IG? Like IG, oh, okay, for sure. IG, yeah. I think because of the visual aspect and the ability for people actually 
see what I'm saying a lot of the times because to hear it through song is one way, but then to see me actually either perform the song or to talk about the song and break it down, it helps people like engage with the song more. So what do you think about IG's new, uh, you know, there's a, uh, a new update thing and yeah. all my homies are like, oh, I, this is whack. You Everybody know? hates it. Yeah. And then there's this new, uh, and I'm sure you know about this controversy. Uh, well, there was a whole tiktok um banning tiktok be, being a being a, a basically a chinese product mm -hmm. that we didn't really want on american soil because right. they were going to be spying on us and collecting our information even though everything around like us this. is china in a, in a sense yes <laughs> all products everything right. in people's kitchens everything is from every china. single thing every toy which is which is one thing that i feel like trump hit the nail on the head with which was trying to say uh we want to do away with this relationship where we use China for everything, you know what I mean? Like we want to bring right. some of this shit back over here. So in a way, he he was uh, like on the front of like saying, "I want to ban TikTok." Right? That was kind of his thing. He was like, "I yeah. don't like TikTok. I want to ban TikTok." Yeah. I I kind of agreed with that, right? Mm -hmm. To a certain extent, I was like, "Yeah, I don't know how I feel about Tencent owning this company and Tencent being Huawei and all these other Chinese right. companies, right?" So, but in a way, like if you notice what l l pay attention to what happened to Snapchat. Mm -hmm. So Snapchat was um, uh, very popular. All oh, the kids love Snapchat. Yeah, I right? tried it for a second. And then, and then what happened? Uh, Snapchat didn't want to be bought. Mm -hmm. And then Facebook made an offer. They said, yo, we'll give you this kind of millions of dollars. And they were like, nah, right. we don't want that. Like, we want to stay Snapchat. Mm -hmm. And they were like, no, come on, just let us buy you out. And they were like, nope. So what did Facebook do? They say we're just going to introduce Instagram stories. Yeah. They just like Instagram. that. And yeah. they just, and they just, killed snapchat by introducing stories which yeah. was essentially the same idea as snapchat right i get it i understand it completely. okay now yeah. now uh tiktok videos are really short videos yeah. right so what is this new well ig uh, made reels ig reels yeah. that's exactly, exactly right you see what i mean yeah but i i get it that it's it's like nothing there's nothing conspiratorial about it that's like a dog eat dog world like that's right there's no 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 that's just competition yeah the only thing i don't like is conglomerates like 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 big like monopolies of course they, they should be broken up you they know should what I mean? be but that's that yeah. was i mean that was the entire occupy wall street concept is you know breaking up oligarchies and monopolies and wall street down i mean again for people to try to change symptoms of causes instead of causes it's going to continue to be us this hamster in a wheel spinning for the rest of our well, natural that's a good way lives. to put it uh, we shouldn't be trying to uh, the, to, the to system, cure every symptom, we should be looking at the what cause of the. Yeah, the, the system the itself is inherently fu flawed, fucked. So instead of trying to fix everything that that system is causing, fix the system or get rid of it and replace it with something that's more humane, more eco-friendly, more earth so in, uh, involved. Would, would it be fair to say that you are uh, anti-capitalist or anti-hierarchical structure, things like this? I'm pretty much against any ism. Any ism? So, any -ism. oh, I got you. So, let's say communism. Fascism, you're cosmism, not good. Socialism. Any ism. Any sort of any ism. Any sort of construct that puts us in this odd situation where things are being, you know, created by humans and sold and given back and forth for monetary value and this invisible value. None of it, to me, makes any sense. I came on the podcast last year and I was talking about resource-based economies, I think, and talking about... Um, you know, artificial intelligence and 3D printing and having no manual labor on earth and having no money on earth and having no advertising and having nothing bought and the concept of having it rain gold for two days and people hoarding gold for two days and then after a year of it raining gold, people are shoveling gold out of their houses because they can't take how much gold is coming out of this guy. Like, when you have an abundance of something, you don't want it as much. So if there's an ability to have it all because it's all printed by machines, 
then you wouldn't want it all anymore. Like you, you think you would as a human. So now you, you think you think the answer to you think the answer to materialism is, is abundance. to uh, is abundance. Abundance. Damn. Straight up and down. So, and and I I would say abundance that is the enemy of capitalism. I would say that, that because that's capitalism not is realistic. And I'll tell you why. Because for me, greedy people. They got no bottom to fill. You know what I mean? Those mm-hmm. people are bottomless. You can give them more, 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 and they're never going to stop eating. You know what I mean? They're never, they're never going to stop wanting more. That, that's hypothetical. We don't know yeah. that. We, don't, if we, we had, don't know that. If we had the kind of society that I believe we should have, I can't say that people would be behaving the same way and would have the same value. How about a microabundance? I can, I can live with that. Like My idea is an idea where everyone creates their own micro, like, um, fully sustainable environment, right? Mm-hmm. That That is a form of full abundance, right? If you got your own food, you got your own energy, you got your own vegetables, you got your own yeah. everything. You got your own meat, you got your own everything. Mm-hmm. If you have an abundance of everything all by yourself, and if everybody has an abundance and no one needs to really be bartering, right. no one needs to be really doing, unless th- th- there's, only one, there's only one thing that is a downfall to that and is an upside to capitalism, and that is, specialists Mm -hmm. so for example like i recently uh opened a bike shop right here in the city of uh of lawndale in case anybody wants to come bring their bike i'm about to plug myself (laughs) yeah i just opened a a bike shop recently in the last three months it's been doing great you know there's a lot of uh there's uh unfortunately um coronavirus uh brought the business down for a lot of people, it's restaurants and yeah. people that are close contact with individuals and stuff like that. But a lot of essential businesses went up. Yeah. For example, bikes and have been bikes, doing really well. Bikes, yeah. People are buying bikes like crazy. Bikes Going are sold out, out families, everywhere. Yeah. You know, so like uh, some things are doing well, some things are not doing so well. Right. So in 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 a sense, I'm a specialist. Right. So I specialize in fixing bikes, specifically bicycles of all types. Right. And I'm trained in doing that. And I do only that, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. So in a way, capitalism offers an incentive to people who are uh, professionals in one right. aspect, right? For me to focus so then I can make money. Mm-hmm. And then that way I can go to a different specialist. I can go to the homie down the street, right. which is a true story. He's a computer guy right right up the street on, uh, on, on a close street. I was about to say what street. <laughs> but yeah, he, <laughs> he, he, you know, like close by here and, uh, and, He'll tell me, hey, I got this computer for cheap. I'll hook you up with this and that. I go to him. He's a computer specialist, you know? So I think that capitalism provides that variety that we need and people having specific professions to take care of certain problems, right? And then we can trade and barter. I feel like if people have a specialty or a passion to be doing something, they'd be much better off being able to do that without the burden of feeling like they have to do it because they, if they don't, they won't survive. That's also true. I'm That's like, also if, true. I'm like, if you love to paint, you lo- like if you had every, like we obviously can't go from zero to a hundred. So I'm not, I'm not saying that we should go from where we are now to where I'm saying we should be. Obviously, but first it would have to come with basic human needs met first. Yeah, of course. We're talking about like, you know, not, not the here and now, like, but, like I, right, I hope that the, our listeners know that we're talking like it's hyperbole know, for yeah, now. Yeah, but exactly. I'm saying like if if right now if if like next weekend you knew that all your basic human needs were met, like you would never have you didn't have to worry about food anymore, you didn't have to worry about heat anymore, you didn't have to worry about where to live anymore, you didn't have to worry about rent anymore, you'd probably feel lighter. Definitely, you probably feel definitely. like there's a little bit of a less pressure, and you're able to like maybe today I don't have to go to work. And, and then you know, you, there's a word for that. It's called egalitarianism. Yeah. So you know, and other countries have explored 
the ability of providing everything for for a certain set of individuals. But that's governmental. Yeah, exactly. For me, like I don't, I don't even want to stop at universal basic basic income and stuff like that. I'm talking about literally an entire global society that is run through automated redistribution centers that create 3D print. Well, for me, all the things we for, need. For me, I think it's natural. Like, this is something where it's going to contradict what you're saying, and that that is that for me hierarchical structures the structures uh that we that we observe today that are unequal that are unfair mm -hmm. that pro that are the creation of inequality of poor and rich people right all the problems that we have in society today mm -hmm. just like tribalism is a naturally occurring phenomenon hierarchies that pyramid structure is a naturally occurring phenomenon just think about Look at the way that animals organize. Mm -hmm. They have hierarchy structure, right. structures. You know what I mean? So I think that to a certain extent, but there's a we've done that there's, automatically. There's a different hierarchy structure that could evolve organically. Like you said animals have one. So we, there's an evolution. Animals are a lower animal species. We as humans have a different... A lower conscious being. Yeah, right. Yeah, and yeah. then we have one now as we are today. If our consciousness develops and ascends higher, then obviously the hierarchical structure will evolve with it. So it does not, it's not going to look how it looks right now. But it's going to be there inherently right, somewhere. It's right, just not going right. to be, I think, as forced and oppressive as it is today. So I'll give you an example. Like, say, for example, um, uh, men are more than likely going to be more physically capable than most women. So men are more likely to risk their lives uh, climbing a skyscraper to clean the windows or uh, doing crazy stuff, right? Mm -hmm. Like, like death-defying jobs and stuff, right? And so that is a type of inequality. Men master the the domain of work that requires well, that's what more I'm physical saying. labor in a, right? in a space where everything is done by machines that job that, that job is no that, longer required the machine does it so now a man doesn't have that over a woman. but i i keep a lot of reptiles uh, as a hobby and one thing that i learned about reptiles is that you got to give them some type of like uh they got to have input and output you know you can't mm -hmm. just keep them in a box like mm -hmm. they have to have um there's a word for it i can't, can't i can't think of it at the top of my head right now but um, they need stimulation, right? right? So well, how do you feel about humans? Like, do you think that if we had everything, yeah. if we had everything we needed yeah. to the T, right, and there was an abundance of everything, yeah. do you think that is it, is it possible that that will create depression, that that will create, because we lack it, stimulation? I think it's a, I Because think we it's lack be, the effort of the, of the like, we need the climb. You well, know I think what it's I mean? going to be a natural if you take away thing the climb, If you take away the climb, the climb but the climb changes because so you everything think, else changes. So if we take away, okay, all right, so I'm going to give you another hypothetical. So if, if, if our climb right now is a climb for, for food and water and drink and survival, so you're saying that if we had all those things off top, that if we if our climb w that our climb would be geared towards something new, something else that is we've that never saying? seen on the mm. planet before, gotcha. and it's only gotcha. and it's only because right now we're living with something that has never been seen on the planet before, and which that's is help and this technology. Technology, yeah. There's been technology. But how you know it hasn't been around? Be, you know, say twelve thousand years ago, pre Ice Age. How you know that? I mean, those there's talks of people that. Have you know, people talk about the Satya era and the 11,500 BC era and there being the golden age where there were different beings on the planet that were talking telepathically and with animals and with nature itself and that they were, you know, they had different flying ships and higher technologies than we have today. That's all very plausible and probable, I'm sure. There's no proof. But there's no evidence proof. of it. Right. So for now, all I know is that in this current state that we're in and existing right now is who we are. This is something that's never been seen as far as I know recorded in history. So it's only going to make sense that whatever we're going to next also hasn't been seen ever. But would it be naive of us to assume that this is the first time this has happened, knowing that we know 
and I'm saying like based on recent evidence that's been discovered by dudes like Graham Hancock. Are you and, talking about older dimensions? Yeah, are you talking no, about in I'm our ta- lifetime? I'm talking about on Earth oh. in, in 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 the space that is Earth, mm-hmm. um, at twelve thousand years ago specifically mm-hmm. before the Great Calamity or the Great Flood, which right. is now scientifically proven to have happened. To have happened at that particular period in time, yeah. which no no one in mainstream media really wants to put that perception into a no, reality because it changes, Bibles because it changes, changes what we're a lot of exactly scripture yeah so so but but if that if that's true and if these dudes were able to lift rocks and build these crazy monuments that there's no way we could really build today right what does that say about what type of technologies these people had accessible to them how do you feel about people that explore uh not the cosmos but the inner self. What mm-hmm. about people who do ayahuasca, DMT, and these type of things? What is there? I'm all for. Is there something for that? Is there something to that that we haven't yeah, uh, understood think, yet? Yeah, I yeah. think that th- that's also going to be in some way, shape, or form. Like I always use the bridge of um, augmented reality and artificial technology, as far as it uh, virtual reality being something that's introduced to our species as something that's going to be able to bridge the level of empathy we've never been able to uh, touch on before. Like where you can actually, somewhat to an extent, nerve wise, feel what somebody else is going through. I think that those kind of drugs also is that kind of bridge where we're able to reach a level where we haven't been able to reach and it consciously. Do you think that, because uh, speaking of bridges between humans and technology, what about uh, Elon Musk's uh, recent development with Neuralink? Right. And if, did you see his new uh, video that he put out where he tested it on pigs mm-hmm. and he had a whole simulation thing going on? Right. Like, and he proposed certain aspects of it being able to get rid of uh, paralytic problems, mm-hmm. right? He can restore function in certain limbs right um do you think that that's a step closer to that do you think that that's a way to augment our reality with technology yeah, i think so but, i think but you don't consider that to be fundamentally immoral in any kind of way no 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 i think i think a lot of things even i mean one can look at the atom bomb i mean the the ability we had at that time to be able to split an atom and see what it could do and what it did for us as far as technology and being able to birth technologies that we use today and also being able to be used to like destroy Japan, you know, I mean, you could look at the bad and good and the flip of that coin, too. But there's no for me, there's nothing that would stop me ever. Or if I'm the one that's being able to say yes or no to something moving forward or not, there's nothing really that's going to be able to stop me unless I can actually either mathematically or categorically see that it's going to lead to doom. If it's just a thought or a possibility or a plausibility, I'd much rather take the risk for greatness than have it succumb to horribleness. And be like, oh shit! I shouldn't so, have gone for that. So for me, this is this is where I think I think another way where we think different, and and that is that for me, pessimism, being a pessimist, mm-hmm. is a form of uh, self help. It's a form of uh, trying to figure out um, the things that may go wrong. Mm-hmm. It, it's like a type of hood mentality. You're thinking, all right, X can go wrong, Y can go wrong. You're having like this predictive behavior mm-hmm. of like like um self adjustment you 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 want to make sure that everything goes right. right you know you know what i mean you're well, in like I this hear, like i hear the um the wording used pessimism i'm a, um my major in college is philosophy so i know that rene descartes philosophy is skepticism and skepticism being a philosophy that's used as an art as far as being able to strip things down by being skeptical of them to the point where you feel you've proven them or disproven them and right, that's an, exactly. that, and that's an art and i use that mentality when i go into a lot of things so that i the think one, about so the one too. thing that i'm against uh, when it comes to pessimism and positivity is all of this like like all this talk about we don't need negativity in our lives all we need is positivity right. all we need is um 
we well, let's not talk about nothing bad. Let's right. only talk about good stuff mm-hmm. and whoop de wop. I feel like at the same time when people do that, no, it's too extreme. Yeah, there's too, it's too it's, you're going too far into the yeah, other nobody's side. Nobody's you know that. what I mean. Nobody's that all the time. And, and some people's Instagrams feeds and like it's online feeds that. is just that just you know. And that. they're you're getting nothing but like yo check out I'm at the beach. Right. I'm over here with the no. boys on this. You know what I mean? It's one view. Of yeah, the, it's one view of the world. And for yeah. me, that positivity is leaving out the negativity mm-hmm. that you should be paying attention to because it could lead to a catastrophe well, that like, you should have been able yeah, to predict. You right. know what I mean? So for me... Um, well, and it's a balance. It's thinking a balance negatively is a way to predict possible outcomes, yeah. right? Thinking negatively not to the point where it uh, injures you or hinders you from being able to do what you need to do, but to a point where you're actually being able to be cautious. Right, right, right. Exactly. Yeah. So I, I'm all about being cautious. You know what I mean? Well, like, the, like my, homie, the, my homie the other day said it on Instagram, and I told my daughter this yesterday. I was like, you know, too much, too little of water, you die. Too much of water, you die. <laughs> too little of fire, you die. Too much of fire, you die. So there's a balance in life that you have to always be able to find no matter what it is that you're dealing with. And the things that are very good for you sometimes can also kill you and the things you need can also take you out so you have to be able to see life in that way too positive that's negative right. balance right. pessimism balance. and the not key letting, to and life is balance i think that's I think the we're hitting it right life. there yeah the key to life is balance we need to stop wise perspective wise moral wise like just balance that's the whole deal communication balance and, like. and sometimes i i feel that people run away from the negativity because they have been either traumatized by it mm-hmm. or they're afraid of it. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they don't want to look at it anymore, you know. Um, they they don't want to know what's coming. They just want to live their life with blinders and they yeah. just don't, you know. But at the same time, there's people who hyper-focus hyper on only negativity right. and they only ever talk about negative things and they only ever look at negative things and then their whole life is full of too much stress, yeah. you know, you could cortisol be, levels are high. You could you be know? joyous, but it's like uh, Peterson said once about being able to embrace the dark and being able to see that the same thing that you think is so evil and horrible in somebody that's like an SS soldier or a torturer in the CIA or somebody that's just a serial killer, they're humans. So the same thing that that person has in them that allows them to be that horrible, you have in you too. And you know, it's crazy. So you have to know that about and, yourself and, and people, your ability to people be... People don't think that that's possible. Yeah, we people, all have be, be, that be, in People us. imagine just, like, oh, if I was a Hitler Nazi soldier, I would never do that. I would never get a human. Juice. A human my guy, was doing that. It, a human did that. Yeah, a human like, did that. You know that. what I mean? Like, they can, can, like, if they were convinced... I mean, we all have different, obviously, walks of life and journeys and experiences and situations, but consciousness-wise, we're all human. We all have the same exact level of consciousness, no more, no less. Like, we're human beings. If you're a human, you have the same consciousness I have. So your ability or propensity for that kind of horror is in me, too. I just have to know that I can use it as good if I ever need to get out of a situation where I feel that kind of rage is necessary. And I can also temper it and make sure that I always keep it here so I don't rage. It's a tool. It's a tool. It's a tool that we developed, unfortunately, from living a life in an area or time and place where things were rough. But at now that we've learned to master it, mm-hmm. we can look at it, we can look back at it and be like, hey, um, I'm going to call on that tool when I yeah. need it. You because it's, I mean? it's, it's old brain. It's before we had the neocortex and we have the new brain. So the old brain is very limbic and it's very fight, flight, or freeze. And we use that kind of fear-based mentality from our old brain to navigate life. But if you let one, like you said, with the balance, if you let one run too much, then you're always fight, 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 fight. Or you're always flight, 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 flight. Or you're always freeze, freeze, freeze. You got to know when to kind of use that old brain mentality when it yeah. helps you. Not we've got to master our animalistic instincts 
which are the, the root of ego. Mm-hmm. And we have to uh, surpass that and reach the new level of consciousness, yeah. which is, uh, you know, full understanding. You right. Know? Some people are thinking in 360p. Some people are thinking in 480p. Mm-hmm. I feel like we talked about that last we're time. We're at least on 1080 right now. Right. At least I, yeah. I can't say we we're at 4K yet, you know. But you know, yeah. But it's a matter. We're of trying. People. Yeah, we're, we're trying. trying. It's we're all trying. about people trying to just expand their awareness, man. And like you said, like just like it's a different time. And I feel like I keep saying, like the only way we're gonna get to that place where I feel we're able, we're gonna be able to get to, is by us being able to adapt our awareness and our thinking, and not thinking that things are limited and we they can only be the way they've been. Like no, we can have shit that we've never even seen because. Right now, we're living with something that's never been seen. And an- another point that uh, one of the guys in the chat brings up is uh, um, when you were talking earlier about sustainability, he says, Adam VV says, uh, we can print 3D houses for homeless people to I've take care of the homeless crisis. And my whole a, feed yeah, is full yeah. of that. My whole feed is full of 3D printed homes and 3D printed neighborhoods in Brazil, 3D printed neighborhoods in, in the Middle East. That kind of stuff has been going on for at least six years, and it's me. One of my in my bio and my Instagram, I talk about building a three D town. Yeah, so like in a way, I, have you seen what's going on in L A. ever since coronavirus, like with the uh, homeless people uh, taking over mm-hmm. whole areas like Venice Beach? Yeah, uh, like cities. yeah, yeah, ten cities. Like like uh, ever since there, there was, I guess, a type of allegation or litigation between the city and the police. Ever since the Black Lives Matter protests, um, that the police can't engage with certain mm-hmm. members of the society, especially homeless people. So they've been able to kind of just like run free. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then now you go to Venice Beach, which was like the most popular like visit visiting tourist mm-hmm. space in L.A. Well, that's, and that's, now it's covered in homeless well, people. That, that's part of that disgustingness that I talk about as far as governance. Like there is obviously an ability to have every body that doesn't have a home to have a home. Like the resources are there, the materials are there. Anybody, any, any, every single human being, baby, old person, middle aged person can have a house literally built. But there's a barrier called capitalism, politics, democracy, whatever ism you want to stick to it. Like there's not a lack of reason. Like hunger is not a problem on the planet because there's a lack of food. There's no lack of food. There's no lack of food. Like, it's everywhere around on the planet, but there's something that's not letting the food be put in hungry people's mouths. Yeah, and I want to say that that system that is uh, corrupt... dick. I, <laughs> I, I want to say that this, that it's bureaucracy. You know what I mean? I feel like... It's people in power can, that don't want to let go of their power. For, for example, you can create a system that works great, right? No matter what system it is. But its efficiency is based on how it moves so there's latency yeah. in certain things that you even for like setting up the studio like you have to take into account how long something takes a process mm-hmm. between our mixer and the you know different things yeah so latency is a, is an issue so if you're dealing with human bodies like you said mm-hmm. um of course it's going to be latency look at people driving right one of the craziest things is uh, uh i was just watching a, a video a random video on youtube about traffic and how it works um apparently if a chicken crosses the road and a car stops for the chicken, all the cars previous to that vehicle are going to start braking, Mm -hmm, right? mm -hmm. And the chicken will walk across the road, but the braking will continue for hours after. There's like a ghost effect, Mm -hmm. a ripple ripple effect of that. That's a terrible design for traffic. You know what I mean? It's hella slow. There is too much latency. There's too much backed up data that that is like moving through time. Again, that's the system, and it's it's innate 
flawedness is the fact that it's created in a way where it's not supposed to be efficient. It's not. The, it's supposed to be the, the the entire structure of our society is based on two things: the bottom line and illusion of scarcity. Like every single thing in our society, because of the ism we exist in, is done at the least amount of energy possible for the least amount of money possible. Like whatever the cheapest way you can get it done, but getting it done is the way it's going to be done. Everybody will out cheap each other to get it done the cheapest way and sell it at the highest price. The illusion of scarcity is the other thing that runs our entire system. The fact that we think that things that we need are scarce. We think that things that we that we all have and that we all want are not are limited. But again, abundance is the thing. Like if there was just abundance of everything, I don't think people at first of course would be hoarding and going crazy and being like overwhelming themselves with everything they ever wanted. I think at some point, like the it'll, TP, it'll dissipate. Yeah, <laughs> I think it'll slowly dissipate. And you'll be like, damn, I don't need all this shit anymore. Take it away. Like, get rid of some of this shit. I, I just need this stuff. Like, right, I'm cool right, with that. Right. We'll get there. It's not going to be immediate. It's not going to be overnight where people, of course, they're going to take advantage of it. Of course, there's going to be corruption in it. You have to let all that happen and slowly let it settle into the foundation it's supposed to be in because this shit we have now is not it. Like, this is bullshit. Yeah, and, you know, unfortunately... Look if, at the PS5 craze. Yeah, You go exactly. online, yeah. PS5 is the only thing on everybody's timeline. I'm like, what is this bullshit? People <laughs> and, and you are know, go- you resellers know found, are selling it for, like, 20 grand. And I like, found I find that really funny with, with the PS5 because... It's only it's a, it's like its value is set at like five hundred bucks. It's really not that expensive in a, of an item, you know what I mean? For people to be going but bug it's the wild same th- over it's it. the same thing as everything else. It comes out for five hundred, and then a year later, when the next one comes out, that one drops to two. Yeah, yeah, like, exactly right. It's the same monkey look value thing they do to us. Value is something that I feel like needs to be more carefully observed because yeah. because we want to think that value is like false, right? We want to think that all right, you buy an iPhone today. Right, it costs you this much. Uh, you try and sell it tomorrow, you can only get half. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So value, I think, but understanding it, value is yeah, important that's because what it is. because what it is is in a in a commonality and agreement between people. So yeah. for example, like if something um, goes up in value. Uh, on eBay or whatever, right? Let's say some weird shoes that like some Yeezys or something everybody wants. They go up in value and up in value and up in value. And these things are 20 racks at some point. Right. Are they worth $20,000 physically? Physically, you look at the shoe itself. They were made for $12. Exactly. So intrinsically, the value of the shoe is not there. It's a symbol of people's mind state. It's a symbol of their value system. agreement yeah, on, of, the value. on the value of that object. That's, so what, that's what money that's is. What it is. That's what cash in that's our money is. Ca- cash is an agreed upon psychopathic thing we created. Like yeah, there's no yeah. there's nothing backing money. Money is just floating. Now, but if there was space. if there was something backing money, right? Then we're talking about a different thing. I well, think that would the, be a decent system. Well, because we're yeah. talking about a change of value system. Now, look at yeah. look at the values that are pervasive throughout all of society. We have with the girls find valuable what they deem as role models, what guys seem as valuable and what they deem as role. Like it's all Jack. And, and isn't it messed up that, that all of these like lower level value thoughts are pronounced in like top 100 billboards, mm-hmm. like everyone talking on TV, you know, you go on yeah. the view, you go on all these shows. Well, again, that's and they the, talk about that's all this crazy stuff. The one it? thing that we've been talking about for this last, whatever is yeah. like, the fact that the stru- the system is fucked. How can you be like, oh my god, I'm anti all these things. 
Um, I'm anti-racism, anti-homophobia, anti-ableism. I'm mm-hmm. anti all these things. Uh, I want I want equal rights for everyone. I want equality. I want all these things, opportunities. And then you go and listen to Cardi B bump sure. WAP. You know yeah, what I mean? I mean yeah. It's <laughs> Yo, a, where are you at with your values? It's a values you know what I, I mean? mean? And that's what it is. It's people's values are their own like thing that they've created over the course of how many years that they've been like around. So it's like, yeah, it's different to everybody. But if everybody's sharing this weird same common value system that is just warped and yeah i mean the things that we deem valuable and things like ps5 you know dominating the news sphere for a week is going to continue to happen yeah that's, that's never gonna i mean you, there's no. nothing we can do to really make not that right go away now, not right now not yeah. right now no but i think again if the more that society embraces technology and allows it to do what it's supposed to do and provide the abundance it's supposed to provide for us i think and allowing us to be freer with our time and not having to work and having to do all the things we do now, I think it's going to be a better world. And 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 all of that stuff combined, like like the crazes, I call them crazes, mm-hmm. right? Because they're like it happens, it hits one once in a while. The iPhone 12 pops out, everyone wants it, Crazy. you know. The 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 long uh, lines, yeah, and long lines, all that stuff, right? Uh, well, we got a Black Friday coming up. Oh, People yeah. are getting ready to get all kinds of cuckoo at the at the grocery store, at the <laughs> at the Walmart and stuff like this, you know. People are ready to go in the middle of pandemic. And, and 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 the funny thing is that like the pandemic is uh is convenience. It's it's applied where where they want it to be applied, mm-hmm. but in other instances it's not applied. Right. So like you know when it comes to money, the bottom line is like you were saying we're motivated by the bottom line, mm-hmm. and the bottom line is we don't want to not make money. Right. During I've been you know, saying since the beginning how I can't believe that me and first me and then my baby moms was are are homeschooling our kid. I'm like I can't believe that the first day February whatever March eighth whatever this whenever this thing hit the news. How the first thing the government didn't say was we have to make sure schools are open. We have to spend thirty billion on testing every kid, every teacher, every janitor, and make sure that the schools remain open and that everybody and then it's clean. That's the last thing on anybody's mind. Like I work at Chanel, like that shit is open since June. I'm like, how is me selling handbags and and people buying luxury items more important than my six year old? going to school and being with her friends and social learning exactly. with, her, with her buddies. Like, exactly. We've been, she's been learning on Zoom calls. I'm like, this society sucks dick. Like, how is my kid crazy. in like a year now almost social learning and, and, and learning online when stores are open? People are eating on the sidewalk with umbrellas over their heads and face masks. I'm like, that's it's important. bananas, bro. It's like, bananas. that's important, but not the kids learning? It's bananas, bro. And then, like, you know, even if they'll even use it for political affiliations, like, oh, Oh, Trump supporters now protesting today, and none of them have masks. Mm-hmm. Two days later, BLM is protesting in downtown LA. Nobody has masks. Mm-hmm. Oh, standing up for mm-hmm. equality. That's crazy. You know, like yo, but how come those dudes aren't wearing masks? You know it's what I mean? Like, what, I see, what is this about? You I know see it I mean? everywhere. I see people at clubs. I see the people like just next to like you see them at the super spreaders, like at the rallies. It's just like it, there's a weirdness going on. But I'm hoping, like I said, that this is all going to lead to a growth for us in some weird way that we can't even see or foresee yet. Like in some way we're going to come out of this, like hopefully better, stronger, realizing like some shit just has to go because a lot of things also got exposed over this last year, whether it's corruption, whether it's people's values or people that you thought were friends that believe certain things. And now, you know, they believe that don't line with what you believe. And now you can separate yourself from that kind of person. Like all these things are evolving and morphing. And I think at the end of this, hopefully whatever the end looks like is going to be a different, like, shift in people's mentality yeah, i agree i think that like, like you were saying like you had to learn or made yourself like learn a bunch of shit to get this up and running today oh like yeah me yeah, during that the, was crazy too me during <laughs> the pandemic i recorded like three songs in my car 
and release them as like singles like that kind of stuff that i've been doing i learned how to like use garage band i learned how to use all these different like tools that i never knew how to use yeah so one thing i was like yo if we're going into quarantine i better hear a bunch of fire mixtapes from everyone being in their house all mm-hmm. day long. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, I want to hear dope music come out of this pandemic. If, if anything, you know what I mean? If everyone's sitting at their house in their studio, got all the time in the world to play with their computer. No, I've been, I've been, I've, I want to hear some fire. You know? I'm in the middle of um, of a five month tape run right now. So I put out a mixtape in September, a five song tape uh, with a bunch of different producers. Then in October last month, I put out another mixtape, five song tape with one producer. So the next five months, I'm putting out one five-song tape every month with one different producer. That's dope. You have uh, some of this stuff uploaded right now? Can we yeah, check some of it site. out? Yeah, it's on my site for sure. Dude, let's go check it out. Yeah. We'll, we'll, and we'll play all... some of your videos real quick. We'll take a little a little quick quick break oh, yeah. while these play. <laughs> the The podcast was so fire that one of these lamps fell for no reason. We're going to fix that. Um. Uh. But you direct. Let's see. Oh. So we're on Echo is the name dot com. Yeah. Echo uh, so is the name. You want to check out anything Echo? Just go check this All spot there, out right here. My videos. So my songs. Every, everything is there. Here, I'll pull it up for everyone else to see. Um. Uh. So which which is the first video you want to bump? That's the my latest video right now is John Wick. And obviously, if anybody knows about you know John Wick, the I video love John the, Wick. Vi- the video is a movie. The video is. I'm so proud of this video, man. It's just you like, like this one. I all love right, this video. Right, we're gonna bump it right now, real quick. Let's I love see. this video. I could be critical about myself, and when something's just not good, it's not. Good. But this, I think, was conceptually you like this I killed. One. See, I like that. You're honest. You yeah, know? you gotta be honest. Oh shit! <laughs> yeah, this is fire, man. I'm gonna fix this light real quick. Oh yeah. <laughs> Ooh. Grapes, the social grape sixes, social status. Oh, look at the Glock. And those are not toys. That's a real AR. Shout out my homie D for the the hardware. Let's get it. John Wick, shoot you while I punch you, punch you, then confront you, turn you into lunch, food, cold cut, that's what I'm making of you, I learned from the best, Kiyosaki and Sung Tzu, the art of war, I mastered that before Rich Dad, poor dad, he should've bust you inside a scumbag, he never bite the hand that feeds you, that's the program, fuck the cops, all these pigs make me go ham, you a gun jam, I'm rapid fire, using one hand, hold the microphone with it, giving suntans, I fear no man, that number one title, you gotta unhand it, I'm under Turn your fans into my fans. I come from a land where niggas live right on stands. Original man with pre math is part of your plans. Fuck a face scan, you gotta catch me if you can. Oh no! I'm the worst man to ever fuck with. Better learn to duck quick, or you out of luck, kid. You can suck this if you think you're better than I. I'm a veteran when it comes to using my third eye. My bird's eye view is lyrical. I see 360. I'm ridiculous with it, like Ja Rule in 50. The words I'm nifty. Put y'all niggas under six feet. To ever sleep, do you come back like zombies? I'm OD when it comes to smoking on bomb trees. I'm under palm trees, torching that new room. I'm from the streets, where I roll thick, I'm obese, no cold feet, you sold weed, or whole heat, I defrost you, like cold meat, I'm so low key, I give you niggas keys, while I drink on cold beats, I'm Cochise, a revolutionary artiste, I'm paranoid, Dominican, like I'm J.D.
See, like even that bar when I said I'm revolutionary like Cochise, like a lot of people started to DM me about who that is and they started to learn about Cochise and being a revolutionary and like just, I always try to put little crumbs in the raps so that's that people sick. could always like ask me and I always try to be like be open and let people like come into my DMs and just ask me questions about the songs. Dude, that's honestly, it's a pretty sick track. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. But yeah, so it's every month going to be a new mixtape on my website. It's going to be five songs. It's going to be songs of, like, some are, you know, party, some are hard as fuck, some are conscious, some are fuck cops. You know, a lot of different vibes that I'm putting out there for different, di- you know, different tapes, and it's each different producers. I see. Here's a, uh, is, what's this one right here? That's my second album I dropped in 2013. I was, I'm signing, well, they're all sold out now, but I had 15 copies that I was signing and sending to people, so 15 people bought them. Sick. So I shipped those out. Hell yeah, man! And you know, is is there any other videos that you put out recently? Yeah, you can drop yeah. down. Uh, yeah, direct me, direct me. Older posts, and I'm dropping a video this week as well that I shot last week, so that's gonna drop. D, that's the new tape. Can keep, we give anyone a preview, sneak preview of your new video on this podcast? Uh, <laughs> I don't have it up anywhere yet. The thing is still like on my on my phone. I haven't even like leaked it to anybody airdrop bro. so that's season one so you can see the concept behind each one is a streaming service so that obviously you could see is i see it echoes the name tv netflix yeah 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 i the see light, i see the, the font yeah so yeah. if you scroll up go to the yeah so that one is hulu so oh i just noticed that so that's hulu i just got the artwork my man my the guy that i'm having doing my graphics just sent me the one for that i'm doing for the next for this month november and and, and that's our, the Amazon Prime. Oh, sick. So every month is going to be a different streaming service. It's going to be a different season with different episodes. Every song is an episode. So it's episode one, episode two, episode three, episode four, episode five, every tape. And where are you uh, uploading these so for us to check it out? Well, every tape is on Bandcamp and now is on every um, every DSP. So Spotify, Apple, Tidal, oh, okay. Deezer, Amazon, you can and we can just find it right here on uh, echoisthename.com. Echoisthename.com. It'll take you to every kind of hyperlink I got. The right last, I think the video before John Wick was the one I just did here. If you scroll down, yeah, that's the last. That's the video put before okay. the other one. So that's right. off the first. Do you make this during Rona as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, social distancing. One guy, just me and the homie, far apart from each other. Him, you know, recording me. I was trying to take all my precautions that I had to take to make sure you know wifey yeah, yeah, wasn't upset. Yeah. I wasn't putting my family in danger, but I know I, as an artist, I have to produce. I have to put content out. So if I, could, I figure out a way to do it in the best, safest way I can, I'm going to do it. Here, let's, let's bump this one real quick. This is by my homie Nina Films. He killed us. Dominicano. <laughs> wow. I was like, nah. That's my vibe. Yeah. This is produced by my buddies in Dominican Republic. The beat. Middle finger up. Uh, yeah. Give a fuck? Never. Never. Listen to your mumble raps? No, not ever. Ever. Sever all ties with you like I'm Chris Webber. Never talk to Jalen Rose again. It's whatever. Ever. Never heard a better MC this clever. Let us come together like Sway and Heather. B I B the epitome of MC squares. Need more ciphers. Too many squares. Gotta stay in shape. Always be prepared. Fuck boys winning? No. Not around here. 
Satya Yuga. When that song raps, I bring it back. Satya Yuga, having flashbacks. I'm talking about 11,000 BC, Golden Age. That's why they call it trap. Think about that. That's what they want. Let me break it down while I like this blunt. Get a bunch of bands, they got you. Bunch of crap, man, they make you wanna stunt, 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 damn pun, pun. I be kicking fast, fast, all on fair cash, kicking knee, calling taps. Woe is me, yeah, the game done change. Niggas sound the same, man, that shit is so lame. Woe is me, the game done change. Niggas sound the same, man, that shit is so strange. Let me break it down, everything is round. I'm the ringmaster, I be killing clowns. Yeah, so I did one video, one video for season one, I've got two videos out for season two. I like this one more. Thank you. But it's just because uh, <laughs> no, I love it. I because that's why they call it trap, bro. What do you mean? Yeah, exactly. That's why it, they call it. It's trap. in the name. It's in the name. It's a trap. It's in the name. You got that. I like that. You heard that. Okay, my guy. Oh, I never even saw the very ending of my video. That's dope. <laughs> I've watched it, but I never really saw it to the full, 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 full. Oh, that's dope. Okay, I'm glad that's my video. <laughs> yeah, man. And it, you know, like. I, I'm all I'm all for all those things, you know what I mean. I, I'm a DJ, so I gotta play a lot of stuff that I don't want to play a lot of the times, you know. That, at, at particular spaces, you know, I gotta do certain things. I gotta right. make everybody happy, you know. Of course. But there's just some times where I'm just like, <laughs> there's just some things I just don't want to do. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know? Yeah, I can't rock with uh, a lot of stuff. I'm just personally, I'm like, eh, I just I get why people find it popular, but it's not my wave. It's not my wave. Pretty crazy, man. Pretty crazy. Yeah, I mean, like I said, it's gonna be a good ending for me at least the year i've been somehow in a weird way i guess not more so but definitely differently productive during this pandemic i thought at the beginning of the in march february when everything shut down i thought i was done for like a year i figured i can't go nowhere we can't do no shows all the i had three gigs for like april and june they all got canceled i was hoping for a festival in october that got canceled i was like i don't know what i'm gonna do and i actually i put out that video that, that was the first video i put in, put out at the beginning of the pandemic because oh, I, you got one about the pandemic. Yeah, because I couldn't go out and shoot yet. I was so scared about what the world was like, so I made a cartoon. Here, let's watch this cartoon real quick. Let's check it out. I love this one, too. I got to say, we worked. And this song I recorded was the first song I recorded in my car. So I had to learn GarageBand in, like, one day how to record my voice without hearing dogs barking. <laughs> and then I got the video done because I was like, I can't go out and shoot with anybody like I normally would. Who can I, how can I do a video? I was like, oh, I'll be a cartoonist. 
This is history, bro. Whole world spinning off this shit we live in. We in a critical position if we stay in this prison. I'm not talking about the COVID-19 sickness. Talking about cops killing our black blood spilling. We keep on willing to march against the system. It's not a protest if you've been given permission. No, it's not a revolution if you've taken what's given. Nah, you're not changing shit if you always giving in. Oh, the problem is people that are in the positions. Their forefathers wrote all the laws that are written. Yep, so they've been learning this shit since their first christmas uh -huh. and everybody else be like what, what the, the fuck, fuck is this it was put in what's big man pulled from physics the video esoteric it's in the hieroglyphs to my youtube it's about control social class systems whole other language study linguistics is this the best we could do i don't think so is this the best we could do i don't think so is this the best we could do i don't think so is this the best we can do? I don't think so. This is the best we can do? I don't think so. I love Saturday morning cartoons. I was so happy with them. We don't even have that no more. No money. This is the best we could do? I don't think so. Back to this corona shit. That's where I started. The way it fucking hit us so quick, it was retarded. The president's retarded, so I can see the logic of why we look dumb. I understand those optics. We washing our hands, wiping off objects. A lot of profits made a whole bunch of profits. Politicians flipping stocks to fill their pockets, filling their coffers with all y'all dollars. Back through us twelve hundred dollars. That's the offer for not giving a fuck about all of us paupers, most representatives and senators are lawyers. That's why the government is so cold-hearted. Yeah. If the sea parted, they wouldn't walk across it. Now we gotta wash groceries after shopping, uh -huh. wearing masks because the ball. They dropped it, we normalized to it, but when we gonna stop it? Is this the best we could do? I don't think so. Is this the best we could do? I don't think so. Is this the best we could do? I don't think so. Is this the best we could do? I don't think so. This is the best we can do, I don't think so. This is the best we could do, I don't think so. This is the best we can do. I don't think so. This is the best we can do now. Come on man. We gotta get it together. And how did you make that video? What did you do there? Oh, the homie, man. I found this guy online that was doing that. I, I don't know how he came across my timeline. Did a few cartoon videos that I thought were fire, and I came up with the concept of. Is that him right there? D yeah, Dion cartoons. Dion's cartoons, man. He sick. does sick, sick videos, man. Cartoon videos for your pleasure. That's dope. What is he asking for, big man? Yeah, someone's asking for Big Mad. Can you go to my YouTube? Is there a way to get to that? Uh, yeah, yeah, there you go. If you just click on. Hey, I'm not subscribed to you. No, What's just, going on? Oh, you uh, may not be. Uh, let's let's hit that. Give me, give me, the, give me the link. There you go. Dope. <laughs> a Big Mad. So who's that? Oh, someone on the chat is asking for Big Mad. That's my. You could go to videos. Wait, hold up. Let me give you a. Oh my god. It might be they go to playlist. Probably find it there. I mean, I got a good good amount of views. Okay, so go to Echoes music video. Yeah. If you scroll down, it should be Big Mad on the right. If you scroll down, there it is. You just passed it. There it is. All right, we playing Big Mad. Right, it's for the homie. Yeah, he loves that shit. I like this video too. It's, it's visually appealing to me. Shout out Apartment 4B. That's the shirt. Bullshit.
I see through the bullshit like I wear special glasses. You sit in the bullshit while taking special classes. I will schedule classes on how to rap like masters. I will make you fatherless to kill you bastards faster. After the laughter, yeah, y'all know the rest. If you ain't up on Wu-Tang, fuck you where you rest. I ain't trying to be the best. That means nothing. Nobody's the best. Me, dog. that means something. Not for nothing. I rap better than all these niggas. But it's about popularity and analytics. I rap about physics, philosophy, and spirits. Fringe science. My shit is outer limits. I be so mad, be so mad. You are big mad. Cause I be bullshit. And still be in my bag. You so mad, you so mad, you are big mad. Cause I be bullshit. Shout out David and Vic. I'm legitimately the best MC you've ever heard. I'm absurd when it comes to formulating words. I'm a nerd, you're a turd. That means piece of shit. I am MC Hammer cause I'm too legit to quit. That's Signal Hill? Yeah. Look at that gummy. That shit was you. Press on this. This I will profess. Your songs are a mess. Every rap I detest. And I make message music. We were gonna shoot with drones, but there's restrictions on drones. Yeah, they ever we kept it. How'd you get an ice cream truck? Homie saw me recording. He was like, please shoot in my shoot in my truck. I was like, for sure. He was like, I love this song. That's a vibe. I ride my bike all the time right there. Signal Hill is gorgeous. Yeah. That's a go- I always wanted Just to for the climb. Video. Yeah, that's gorgeous yeah. up there. Yeah, well. Yeah, man, still trying to change the, you know, the landscape of rap, man. Still doing my rap thing and getting people to like think smart rap is cool and rapping yeah. about certain things is cool and you can still be street and rap about things that are just wavy and different and out of the norm and shit fringe if you will yeah definitely definitely that's what i love about the music is that i get like you said i reach people that i guess like they always get trolls i always get people that think that what i talk about is too wild too crazy it's never gonna happen it's a weird thing to talk about and think about but the people that buy it that dig in and dm me and hit me up and email me and get on my mailing list. They're the ones that I do the music for because they're like, yo, I think you could be, if you're not going to be the one that's going to help do it, do that shit, you're planting a seed for somebody because I got kids in Brazil. I got kids in Colombia. I got kids in fucking Africa that just hit me up at all hours of the night. Just like, yo, I'm playing your music out here. I'm trying to get it on this radio station locally, man. What you need, you know, what you say needs to be heard. I'm like, yo, much love, man. Yeah, I the, need it. The world is bigger than just L.A. and oh, for people sure. hanging out right here, you know? So yeah. there's a lot of things that it may not apply today, right now, right here, but it may apply in the past, present, or future yeah. in a different place, in a different time. Yeah. You know? So like, I'm speaking to somebody just, out there because, I mean, if, obviously, if it wasn't working in some way, shape, or form for me, I wouldn't be doing it. So I just continue to put out content. Yeah, it's just that's what it is because, you know, we all try and do our part in, like, being... How can I say like notice? You know, like yes. like we all, we all we all want to be seen. We right? all want to be seen. We all, we all, we all leave a, a footprint everywhere we walk, right? Right. So in graffiti, we all want to like leave a little little tag, a little something. something let us to not, be let, yeah, let so somebody know that we were there. We yeah. existed. You know, we existed. So we want re- a reflection of us in the world. You know, so if we can see somebody else doing something similar to how we do it, then mm-hmm. that makes us feel good because we're like, oh yeah. look, somebody's on the same page. 
we're talking about the same thing. We're doing the same thing, you know. Totally. So that's why I appreciate you having me on this podcast because, like, I was just telling you before we we came on that it's kind of difficult today around this time to do any of that, you know. It's yeah, there's a hyper turmoil. There's yeah. a hypersensitivity, but it's still stuff that obviously needs to be spoken about intelligently, open mindedly, obviously with no you know prejudgment per se, but just taking people. Info as information, just information, and it yeah, may not definitely. be information that aligns with your information, but just let it be heard, bro. Because it's like we're all here. We're you know? all here. That shit is killing rich people. It's killing poor people, black people, white people. This shit is real, and it's and it's crazy. And we all just gotta at some point come out of it, like better. We can't yeah, be worse. Yeah, we I can't mean, be worse. No, no. You know when every time, like, what do they say? Like before, before the storm. Uh, I don't know, but like basically, the like darkness before yeah, the storm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuff, yeah. stuff happens. You know when. When the worst happens, it just means that there's just a potential for us to be in a better place. Yeah, it could be a door. Out of this. Yeah, it, it could, could be a door. A door. Yeah. Or it could be something <laughs> not good. <laughs> there is that. I mean, again, that's that's life, though. I mean, if you go at life approaching it in the sense of, fuck, if I do this, this fearful thing may come true. You're never going to move. No, like you're stuck in that no. quicksand like, fuck. And you got to keep going and say something may come bad of this. And when it doesn't, you're like, oh, OK, that was cool. Let me try that again. And keep yeah. doing it until something so good happens. For me, you know, like I, I was stuck in this uh, project building this bike shop. And, you know, that took like a lot of like effort. So I had to kind of like focus in on that, make sure that that happened, make sure that it, it went the way I wanted to make sure that I, that's in a good spot. Right? right. So now that that's been like taken care of, I feel like I could focus now on on other things Dope. like this podcast and stuff like this, you know, so we can yeah. bring back a lot of the things that we like to do. Not just to eat and breathe, like you said, right. but to feed our souls, right? Like we yeah. want, we want, we want something to give to people. We want, we want, we want to feed off of people. We want to feed people. That's you what know? we are innately. Yeah, that's what so. we are. None of us are here without, you know, being cooperative at our core, not competitive at our core. Competitive comes in with the survival of the fittest and whatever the strongest animal in the room is wins. But we're more co-op. We're more cooperative beings. I feel than we are competitive absolutely, beings. absolutely. Yeah, yeah we're we're. We we are hierarchical in a sense, kind of like monkeys. Sure. But at the same time, we are like wolves in the way that we hunt in packs, mm -hmm. you know, and we coordinate. So yeah. we're a little bit of both of those things. And, and the human yeah, aspect yeah. is supposed to be what tempers exactly. that. It's supposed to be the middle one, the thing that kind of uses one for when it needs to and uses the other for when it needs to, but not letting one go crazy and the other go crazy. Exactly. Balance, and, like we said. And yeah, exactly. So I wish we would stop doing all this swinging back and forth between two extremes. <laughs> right. And I wish we kind of just hung out in the middle. Like, when is that pendulum going to just kind of, like, slow down? You know, what's going to be the thing that's going to cause more people to come into the middle as opposed to fly towards the extremes mm -hmm. you know you know what i mean like that's my question like wh what's the thing is it is it this is right. it just talking right. is it just chatting with people that we know we want to hang out with is it talking with people we disagree with is it talking is it just is it just this is i think it, it's this, yeah. i think it's anything that has to do with this level of co of cooperation this thing that yeah. i keep saying that we are more inherent to be than competitive like me and you are cooperating here to get this broadcast to people and just making it happen so that kind of inherent thing that we if we keep feeding that part of ourselves instead of the competitive part of ourselves i think we will get to this place of like transcendence where we'll be ready maybe for that singularity point where we can merge with technology and become even more amazing than we are right now like in a way we're like yeah we're downloading information instantly we're able to know anything we want whenever we want and we can live longer and shit we can't even fathom yet yeah stuff we cannot even fathom no we're correct man. trying to survive now hell, hell yeah man honestly one of the, my favorite guests right here echoes the name thank you Echo. Uh, 
y'all check this dude out. Um, we play some of his music, of course, not all yeah, of it. No, it's uh, good, but uh, but you know, he's got so much more stuff for y'all to listen to, and uh, hopefully, in the near future, we'll be able to work together on some kind of like event structures when this whole thing you know if it doesn't if we go into a dark winter we go into a dark winter but it, whenever it's possible for us to do shows and come back to Fuck interacting yeah. you know i'm definitely going to keep you in mind thank you bro. And, and and uh and see what we can do what we can work with in thank the future you. you know later on i might do um a separate series to this podcast which is going to be uh, real vibes live okay which is also on my youtube uh and then we'll probably do more like musical focused stuff you nice. know and like and take the stream outside of the studio and take it to places right location. and then and then and then do live streams on location I at certain it. shows so a lot of my friends do shows in like south central and mm-hmm. like compton and certain areas that don't really people are like they, no one's shedding a light into those areas okay. you know so i feel like we need to really check those places out you know and Let's like get it yeah so you know if you want to roll through we'll you do some crazy know, stuff man. out there you know count me in bro yeah count so we're already we've been here a little bit too long but <laughs> We, uh, man, it was a pleasure, bro. Thank you, man. Everybody stay tuned. This week I'm dropping a brand new video. The clips are on my IG already and a new tape dropping very, very, very soon. How soon? How soon? Like maybe end of week, end of this week, maybe next week. All soon. right. Yeah. So let's expect Season that. three. Season yeah. three. You got season one out, season two out, season three is coming. We got that Amazon Prime season hey, coming next. <laughs> he saw it. You haven't seen it yet, but he saw yeah. it. All uh, right, y'all. We're about to sign out. Happy Sunday, man. Thank you.